What's up? Welcome back to the Keeping Stock Sneaker Podcast. This week we're going to take a look at Giannis Antetokounmpo's new sneaker from Nike. In addition, we're going to discuss if Giannis's shoe deal with Nike can fall alongside the next great signature line, such as LeBron, Kobe, Kevin Durant, Kyrie, and potentially Michael Jordan. But before we get into today's episode, I wanted to remind you that Keeping Stock is a weekly sneaker podcast uploaded on your favorite podcast platforms, about 20 to 30 minute episodes every Sunday. So if you enjoy today's episode, make sure to follow, leave a rating. And with that being said, let's get into it. Currently standing at 6 foot 11, 242 pounds, and just starting to get comfortable in the game of basketball, Giannis Antetokounmpo is becoming a larger and larger star every single day. His journey from Greece to the States, his physical evolution has been something of folklore. And now we get to see the second Zoom freak from Nike of Giannis's signature model. No one would have predicted where Giannis is today if you had seen him pre-NBA draft. However, he's remained humble, true to his roots, and become a fan favorite across the globe. He's part of a generation of new international superstars entering the NBA. It appears that he's only just getting started. After coming off an MVP season, the Bucks are in contention to make it to the NBA Finals and to potentially win, all led by Giannis. Giannis, to me, is the type of player that you make an NBA 2K that is gargantuan, agile, quick, athletic, plays both sides of the floor, and is improving season over season, working on his post game, working on his mid-range, stretching outside of the arc. And you can see that in the evolution from the Nike Zoom Freak 1 to the Nike Zoom Freak 2. So much so that in the release details for the Zoom Freak 2, this is what Nike had to say to describe the shoe. The jump to a second signature shoe is a case study and player observation. For Giannis, the Zoom Freak 2 is built on identifying his most unstoppable moves and creating ways to make them even more effective. What Giannis does in space is directly connected to his body proportion, says Ross Klein, Senior Creative Director for Nike Basketball. What's different about his movements is that he's causing so much pressure when he hits those steps, like the Euro step, that we need to help propel him and contain him further near the toe. You can only imagine how difficult it is to develop a shoe for an athlete of this size. We saw Zion last year blow out of a Paul George sneaker. Athletes are coming larger and larger and stronger and stronger than they have before, and some of these materials aren't withstanding that pressure. So designers like Ross Klein have to think outside the box on how to create the proper shoe for an athlete such as Giannis and that caliber while keeping it in a price range of $120 to $130. So in that price range, you aren't dealing with the same materials you get to utilize when you're building a shoe for the likes of LeBron James or where KD used to be at. You're dealing with more inline performance materials. 
you have to get clever with the way that you're designing and creating this silhouette for a player of that size, along with incorporating their gameplay. Very similar to how the Kyrie 1 to the Kyrie 2 progressed, for the Giannis Zoom Freak 2, they studied his player movements to better understand where the game is taking him and what he needs in a shoe. Rarely do you see a player who can control the ball and be as agile while still being a hefty, bulky player who can harm the defense and blow by anyone who's guarding him. And essentially that combination helps him create what Nike calls the secret sauce in his Euro step, where a heavy origin of the Zoom Freak 2 has been created. So in the Zoom Freak 2, you'll see a decoupled outsole, meaning the forefoot and the heel counter aren't continuously connected. This is going to help the shoe generate torque and return the power as Giannis is Eurostepping. If you aren't familiar with what a Eurostep is, think of it as a misdirection step, a pump fake. Within your allowed two steps after you pick up the dribble. So what you would be doing is you're coming down the right side. Maybe it's you one-on-one. Maybe there's two defenders. You're going to take your first step more often than not from the right side at a fundamental standpoint with your left foot going towards the left side of the basket. And then you're going to make a hard 45 to 90 degree return to your right foot. So you're faking you're going left and you're coming back right and going up with the ball or right left as a fundamental standpoint. But you can imagine at 6'11", you're putting a ton of pressure on that shoe. So you need to create that fluid movement when you are in that Euro step and all other aspects of the game. Then they added the zoom bag in the forefoot to add a little bit of extra support and responsiveness along with lightweight foam for the midsole housing those zoom supports and this is where that price point comes into play lebron you can see him using full foot air or zoom or pods in his sneakers and not having to go with this foam in some cases but for Giannis wanting to keep it at a friendly price point which i respect it's a lot easier to purchase for the kids who look up to Giannis. it's an easy purchase for an adult who is into sneakers or needs a a high quality basketball shoe because sometimes it can be tough to stretch 180, 190, $200 on a basketball shoe that you're using for the lowest division in your rec league. Further, you can see the appeal for more support occurring in the Zoom Freak 2 as they've gone from a low top to this hybrid mid that you're seeing more and more often. You can tell everything on the shoe has a structural purpose from the way the swoosh is emboldened and laid out in reinforcing the medial of the foot. You can see the simple heel counter heel strap to help you get the shoe on and also provide a little bit of stability in the heel. But overall, to me, the favorite portion of the Giannis silhouettes this far, the Zoom Freak 1 and the Zoom Freak 2, has been the Easter eggs and him communicating with his design team that he wants to incorporate his family. So much so that during the build process of the Zoom Freak 2, Giannis had his brothers in the meetings 
helping sketch out what they would like to see in a sneaker, whether it be designs, patterns, different functionalities, to not only be a shoe for Giannis, but to be the shoe of his family. What I think everyone loves about Giannis, it's much bigger than basketball for him, from putting his mother and father's names on the soul of the Zoom Freak 2 and the Zoom Freak 1. They even put 12 little notches on the Zoom Freak 2 to illustrate when he fell in love with basketball started to play the game. Giannis also isn't afraid to pull other influences from other shoes that he enjoyed on his evolution in the game. To me, when I see his silhouettes, they remind me a lot of the late great Kobe Bryant. And this silhouette, the Zoom Freak 2, paints a picture of a hybrid Kobe and the Paul George 1 to me in terms of where Paul George used a lot of the same materials to stay in that price range with his first sneaker. And it's also the attention to detail, craftsmanship, the refined features for the player's game that you would see in Kobe's sneakers and the hands-on approach Giannis is putting into his shoes. Overall, this is what drives the Zoom Freak 2, is that it's a shoe crafted by a player who's only trying to succeed. He isn't trying to tear others down. He isn't trying to push purely shoe sales or designs. He's trying to make a shoe that's going to put him in the position to perform to the best of his capabilities. And over time, this could be what drives the Giannis signature line to combat and compete with the other top Nike signature athletes. But I think the hype and the trends of Nike basketball and Nike performance shoes isn't going to reach the levels of peak LeBron era as the last great performance basketball shoe era off the court. There's nothing wrong with that. The Zoom Freak 1 and the Zoom Freak 2 are incredible on-court shoes for their price point. LeBron's great on-court shoes for their craft and for who it's built for and the prestige behind it. But we've moved into this generation and this era where technology, data analysis, advanced tools are allowing sneakers to go beyond what the Air Jordan 1 and the Air Jordan 3 are. These sneakers are strictly performance. They're almost like track spikes, only made to push the athlete as far as it can push them. Yes, in some scenarios, the Giannis silhouettes can be worn off court, but they just aren't as popular as Nike basketball during the LeBron 8, the LeBron 9 era of Nike basketball. In addition, I think what propels LeBron's line, as opposed to and comparing to Giannis's line, is Giannis right now is just too much of a nice guy. And you may be asking, how does that push into sneaker sales? I think that when you have a fan base or haters who have a very strong emotional connection to you, whether they like you or not, that's going to drive your hype, your media, your overall sales to bring you to the next level. Look at LeBron. LeBron was loved by everyone. LeBron did all right. He goes to Miami. People started to hate him. People really start to love him and back what he did. The shoes... It's all timing. That bubble heats up. LeBron goes back to Cleveland. People love him again. More shoes. 
LeBron goes to the Lakers, the Laker fans now love him. Not saying you have to jump around teams, but it's like Giannis in Milwaukee, staying there his whole career, great guy, great player, future Hall of Famer. If he never really has that defining moment where it is more than one championship, I would say it would have to be a defining moment. Giannis getting two or three when people start getting attached to when you may see that sneaker line excel. Another example of a great guy in the league everyone loves, Damian Lillard. Yes, he's with Adidas, and his line is solid. However, you're not really seeing much push for the Lillard line. Very similar to what we're seeing happening with, I would argue, Kyrie right now. I think after Kyrie left that spotlight, I mean, he's been injured and they're pushing his sneaker and it's doing very, very well in the younger kids demographic. And that's who he appeals to. And maybe that's where Giannis appeals to. But I think to transcend and hit that hype level that Kobe hit, LeBron hit, MJ hit, is that next level of those defining moments that create those love or hate relationships, those lovers or those haters of your gameplay to put you into those moments. Like if you look at Jordan's line, we'll go with one sneaker, the last shot Air Jordan 14, iconic silhouette, iconic moment. People remember that. Kobe's Kill Bill or Bruce Lee colorways fits right onto the character of him being a killer. The 81-point game. LeBron's chase down block. LeBron's championship back in Cleveland. Those type of things are what pushes that player to another tier of stardom and, in fact, may push a signature line to be in that next spot. I hope that the Giannis line continues to grow. I love what he stands for. I love the price point. I love what he's doing with Nike. He's truly an international role model that we've only seen a couple of times. So I hope the best for him. And I hope he has that moment. And I think that's what it's going to take to take this line to one of those that's constantly conversated outside of the game in the sneaker culture. Because the conversations we hear, we can argue this is, We talk about Jordan sneakers, we talk about LeBron's, and we talk about Kobe's. There really isn't much else that we talk about. Those are great players, and those great lines have been propelled by the performance. What are your thoughts on Giannis's signature line with Nike? Do you see it evolving and growing to new heights? Or do you see it maintaining the current hype and stardom while he's playing? and potentially being forgotten once he retires. I hope not, but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Go ahead and shoot me a message or interact with me on social media. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with cool content and upcoming sneaker releases. Cuban Style can be found on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Stitcher, and much more. Make sure to like us, favorite, or rate us on your favorite podcast platform, along with following Keeping Stock. That way you can be notified each and every Sunday when a new episode is uploaded and you're in touch for the newest content, potential giveaways, and interviews. So make sure to follow us on your favorite platform. At this point, we're about a week in to the NBA bubble. Games are going to start back on July 30th, and some interesting developments have happened in the bubble in Orlando. There's reports of anonymous sources tipping off the tip line on those breaking rules and regulations. 
They've had to send out formal emails about how to be dressed when room service comes to your room. We're seeing players take up new hobbies like fishing. We're seeing Matisse Thiebel vlogging the experience, JaVel McGee vlogging the experience. It's like a glorified AAU trip. You're seeing a lot of people just going with the flow. We saw PJ Tucker bring over 60 pairs of shoes. I couldn't imagine how you're going to pack for three months. Potentially, you could only be there a week. You could make it and not make the playoffs. Who knows what's going to happen? Michael Beasley is no longer going to play for the Nets. He tested positive, and now they're potentially bringing in a new player. Zion is dealing with a family emergency and has had some cramping issues. But boy, does he look like he cut a lot of fat and put on a lot of muscle. Very similar to our last topic with Giannis. I'm curious to see what happens to Zion and his fame once we actually get to see him start playing. Because at this point, we really haven't seen a lot, just a glimpse. And he's looking to get a little bit healthier here. However, we aren't sure if he's going to play in the bubble or not. Reports are LeBron is playing and feeling out of this world, which is extremely exciting and probably extremely terrifying for some other teams. We got to see... Kawhi for the first time in a while. The bubble's been a lot of fun from a viewer standpoint. If I was a player, I bet it wouldn't be that great right now. I mean, their hotel rooms are nice, but for a playoff atmosphere for three months staying in those could be a little bit of Stockholm syndrome. So we'll see how things develop. If you're interested in the NBA bubble, you can check out on Instagram or Twitter. Just search NBA bubble and there's a variety of accounts posting those behind the scenes Instagram stories snapchats posts videos that players from all teams are posting and compiling in one account and those accounts you can see J.R. Smith having the time of his life and happy to be back on a team so once July 30th comes around I'm really curious to see the atmosphere of how these games look on TV what the sounds are like is everyone mic'd up can we hear all the players Are you going to import fake crowd noise? You know, they should bring in Bobito Garcia to give us the NBA street DJing and courtside mic sounds for us TV viewers to make it a little bit more exciting. And now we're going to take a look at upcoming sneaker releases for July 19th to Saturday, July 25th. Here we're going to start with the Gatorade and Nike PG4 and this kind of creamsicle orange colorway another Gatorade collaboration seems the PG4 loves to work with Gatorade I've seen a majority of the colorways been with Gatorade I'm not sure why they went so strongly with these collaborations but that comes out on the 22nd for $120 we also get to see the Air Vapor Max 2020 in pure platinum for men and women coming out on July 23rd. I think the big hitter for this week is going to be these Grateful Dead Nike SB Dunk Lows in the green and yellow and orange bear colorways. To be honest, this SB Dunk colorways and materials on these Grateful Deads aren't for me. Some people are going to go crazy for them. I mean, they're going already for thousands of dollars on secondary markets so if you are interested in trying to get them strictly for resale there is profit there but they're going to be a nightmare to get your hands on 
Skate shops are already backdooring these SB Dunk lows. Raffles are ridiculous as always. So there's a little bit of joy in the hunt, and I'm sure you'll feel extremely accomplished if you can get your hands on a pair, and I hope you put them on feet, or some of you might try to resell them. I understand the hustle there as well. Those come out on July 24th. Then we see the Air Jordan 12 and University Gold on July 24th. These are going to go like crazy as well. Very close to the Gary Payton Player Edition. Just missing the stitching on the heel. Those are going to be 190 coming out on the 24th as well. Then on the 25th, we get to see the Air Jordan 8 Pinksicle. Grade school sizes, primarily black with pink hits on the outsole, the sock liner, and the midsole. We get to see the Adidas Easy Boost 380 Blue Oat, which was called Blorf for a little while. Blue, orange, reflective. They're disgusting. Not for me. Still on an anti-Yeezy kick. I'm hopefully going to see another Yeezy 700 that comes out. That blue one looks pretty cool whenever that does arrive. But once again, not for me. We also see the Off-White Air Jordan 4 Women's Sale. And you may be asking, Julian, why did you say the Grateful Dead Dunks are going to be the hyped release over these Air Jordan 4 Off-Whites? I think the Off-White's going to be huge as well. And I think the Dunks are going to be huge as well. I think the Dunks are just a little bit more unique in this case. I think everyone is going to silently try for these off-whites in a woman's size and maybe try to flip them or get their own size. It just hasn't caught the hype trend. I think a lot of people have already silently taken their L's or expecting to take an L on an off-white release. That's kind of how it goes. So it's kind of been pushed to the side. But those come out on the 25th for $200. And then we get to see the Zoom Freak 2, Nija, July 25th. $430. This is going to be black outsole or white midsole with a green sock liner. And then the inspiration from the Nigerian soccer team, the homeland of Giannis's parents, pattern on the upper. So there's your releases for Sunday, July 19th to Saturday, July 25th. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode, talking a little bit about Giannis, the NBA bubble, upcoming releases. And with all that being said, I'll catch you guys next week.